This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi there, welcome to the Full 90 Soccer Time podcast, our weekly look into Seattle Sounders FC, fat guys smashing bellies, and super uninteresting dad life commentary, plus an attempt to understand the hottest soccer league not funded by foreign royalty, MLS. In the podcast soccer. funded by guns. Woo. We are your hosts from Mornings on 107.7 The End. I'm Gregor, and he's been in the locker room on the pitch and in the stats booth at Lumen Field. He's sexy skanking Brandon. Oh, I was just so tempted. Pick uh, it up, pick it up, pick it up. <laughs> I, I'm recording in my bedroom today uh, because my house is falling apart. Not really, but um, I was so tempted just to stand up and start skanking. <laughs> like last time? <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like last time. Do us a quick solid and click on through to Apple Podcasts. Give us a rating. Uh, definitely five stars. If they would allow 69 stars, though, you know what we'd be asking for, if right? If they did allow 69 stars, it's like uh, it's every, everybody's like on a scale of uh, on a scale of like one to a hundred. I'm like, okay, but if you get like a zero out of a hundred or a one out of a hundred, is that worse than a one out of ten? You know, so like if you get a one star out of 69, statistically, yes. Yeah, no, I know, I know, <laughs> but like that's why I'm like, hey, may, maybe if we ranked this out of 69, we shouldn't ask people to do that. <laughs> On a scale of 0 to 69, where 5 is the max. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but primarily, leave us a comment, which we forgot to check this week. At least I didn't check uh, it. I didn't either. Okay, great. We just want to know your favorite ever Seattle Sounders FC player. Yeah, from Emmanuel Sacchini <laughs> to Leo Chu. Let's, can we rename him to who? <laughs> who? Leo who? Leo who? Yeah. Uh, uh, Maybe he, what's called Chu who? Yeah. There you go. Who Chu? He is definitely still a Sounders player, right? I'm, he is still a Sounders player in the way that Hanwala Buana still plays for Nashville SC in that I have no idea. <laughs> this week it's the put him up the This week it's the put him up against the wall and glue him Sounders FC taking on the apparently Dax McCarthy still played. McCarthy. It's McCarthy, I realize. Uh, Dax McCarthy. No, Rush is relevant again, so it's Dax McCarthy. 
Still plays soccer, Nashville Soccer Club. It's the Handwalla Buana's Hot Tub and Sauna's Memorial Derby. For anyone who's been listening since like season two or three-ish. Yeah. I can't believe we were doing this for season five seasons. Man, our 69th season is going to be legit. Full90podcast.com for all of our links, including to our uh, only not fans. Uh, As we were just discussing before we started recording today, uh, full90podcast.com or majorleaguesoccer.com.com. Thank you. Uh, Speaking of dot-coms and headlines and whatnot, I want to just go back. I know the Olympics are over, but this was truly a horrifying headline that seemed like it fit in precisely into full 90 soccer time, meaning that it has nothing to do with sports and talks about wieners. So here we are. <laughs> or with soccer. It has Su- to do with sumo, sports, but... sumo wieners? <laughs> I can only imagine what those things look like. We've talked, talked a lot about whale penises. We've talked a lot about whale penises, but we've That's never talked That's on our other show, though. That's yeah, on Nerd Talk. That's true. That's true. Uh, this is a headline from Reuters.com. Cross-country skiing Finn Rami suffers frozen penis in mass start race. <laughs> Uh, first of all, congrats on the mass start. <laughs> <laughs> the men's 50K mass start race at the Beijing Games in Zhangzhou was shortened to 30 kilometers, but that did little to help Finland's Remy Lindholm, who needed a heat pack at the end of the race to thaw out a particularly sensitive body part. He spent just under an hour and 16 minutes, it doesn't even seem like that much, traversing the course in howling, freezing winds, leading to his penis becoming frozen. For the second time yeah. in a cross-country skiing race following a similar incident in Ruka, Finland last year. It's just like you're the only guy out there with your penis freezing. Like, <laughs> what What are the Finns doing? Put that on his gravestone. <laughs> oh, freezing penis over here. Huh? Freeze me once, shame on me. <laughs> Freeze me twice, still shame on me. Like, why Why have I not fixed the thing? Like, don't you think, like, in any other sport, you go back to the drawing board after you suffer some, like, humiliating defeat, or in this case, a frozen penis? You go <laughs> same, same. Yeah. You go back to the drawing board and you think like, okay, all right, the Sounders get, you know, trounced by somebody seven nothing, which hasn't happened, thankfully. But the Sounders get absolutely trounced. They go back to the drawing board. How do we make sure that that never happens again? Now imagine instead of get losing seven nothing, all of the players' penises froze. <laughs> you think that I, they would go back to their trainer and say, Hey, <laughs> what do we do to make sure that never happens again? It's like that game in Denver all those years ago. And I, you know, it's like that game that the U.S. men's national team played like a couple of weeks ago or a month, maybe a month ago at this point. That I didn't hear about any freezing penises. A freeness. <laughs> or a fro-pee. A fro Hey, actually, that's what I call frozen pizza. So... Uh, I feel like if you're going to put out the red ball, you're going to get blue balls. <laughs> what it like... How does this happen? Like, you're the only, again, the only person in a cross-country skiing race that, like, an event that has been happening in the Winter Olympics forever since the Winter Olympics started. Yeah, back in the Olympic mountains of right. ancient Greece. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and it, maybe that's why Hades was just like frozen penis. Frozen penis. <laughs> I like to f- picture him doing finger guns at people's dicks and just them freezing off. Well, then the the freeze ray sound effect is also essential. <laughs> I have brain freeze, not that one. <laughs> I, I well, just yeah, like how do you and then and then again like how do you fix that right? Well, like, 
I've got a couple questions. <laughs> I, we all do. <laughs> One is, what does the doctor inspect it with when that happens? <laughs> is it a flashlight? <laughs> That's how you warm and, it up. And my, well, my second question has to deal with that. Is that the ultimate excuse to be like, hello, person whose <laughs> I have access to? <laughs> that isn't your own. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a maybe that maybe that's the unanswered portion of the of the thing. Maybe he was, a, let's just say, a little slobbery before he started, and that's why he has a frozen. So I, I distinctly remember. Um, oh, where's this going? <laughs> uh, so I have a story about my dad. <laughs> I am uh, okay so I'm the oldest of four and uh when my parents decided that four was too many or enough I shouldn't say too many but definitely too many, <laughs> no, uh, was too many when, sure. when they decided that four was too many uh my dad went and got the old snip right uh shout outs to my butter I thought you said sniff like <laughs> <laughs> yeah right. my, my dad got really into cocaine it doesn't it doesn't work anymore <laughs> so we're we're safe yeah uh so my dad went and got you know uh vasectomy and I distinctly remember, like, he came home and uh, was sitting in his chair, and, like, instead of using, like, an ice pack or any of the things that they tell you that you should use to reduce swelling, he just had, like, a frozen bag of peas uh, <laughs> that he was holding against his balls for, you know, a couple of days. And, you know, when when they lost their virality, <laughs> he would throw it back in the freezer bring him back out and it's like this bag of peas that i hope we never ate but i cannot <laughs> confirm that that never happened um so i just wonder in the in the reverse order in finland do you like cook a bunch of peas and then put them in a bag <laughs> and put them on your dick <laughs> uh, well, or like maybe it's in cycling where it's like hey you're it's a, it's an endurance race right they're out there for an hour and whatever you can't stop and pee so maybe it's like maybe he peed his pants, and like at that point it was just too like the wind chill <laughs> on his urine. You ever seen someone who has um a little bit of skin damage from frostbite? Uh, no, actually, I haven't. It's not pretty. I can't imagine. <laughs> so, oh man, poor guy. Yeah, looks like his his wiener's been in a fist fight. Well, it's I like, like it like okay, I and look. This story has so many threads, right? Uh, they don't say that he has a frostbitten penis, right? Uh, right. They say he's got a frozen penis. My bad. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> no biting. Uh, he, where does, like, is there, I, I want to know, is there, like, a medical difference between having something frozen? Like, maybe it's a cryogenically, maybe it's been cryogenically frozen for future generations. This this we, dick is needed for the future. I just want to see if we, like, see pictures of him out doing the, the competition, if he just had an erection the whole time, and so the blood froze in the inside, and that, I mean... <laughs> You make a great point that the language here is very specific, and I, I need to know it is, more. It's not like it's not like some weird. It's not like Deadspin didn't write this. I'm sure that they've done something on this, but it's not like Deadspin wrote this. It's from Reuters, which is like a respected news outlet. So it's it's they've said it's a frozen penis for a reason. When the body parts started to warm up after the finish, the pain was unbearable. He added. <laughs> oh, great. 
I can't imagine. That sounds... I, I like how they say, when the body parts started to warm up after the finish, they should have said, when the finish body, spart- body parts started to warm up after the finish. Wait, so what's this event called? Mass Start Race? I wonder who the I wonder who won it. Oh, he even if he did, he lost. <laughs> you nuke you put the your mic, you put your mic uh, your uh, metal into like some hot water and then put that on your wiener to unfreeze it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hey, I wonder which man, metal conducts energy the best for reheating your penis? <laughs> <laughs> going to google right now <laughs> i just wonder like safe search <laughs> off <laughs> have you ever done that thing where uh no like we, <laughs> we make a lot of soup uh, at home and what we'll <laughs> no no uh and what we'll do is we'll put it in like a, a a very very large mason jar and then we'll stick it in the freezer when you dethaw that you have to be really careful because if you if you put it under hot water when you get that like temperature shock between like that glass being frozen to then being extra hot it'll just absolutely break and then you worry about getting glass shards in your frozen soup and you basically got to throw the whole thing out i've done that a couple of times my wife gets very mad at me every single time Mm. um now i wonder if you also have to like warm up your penis slowly for for concerns that like something will i don't know does it break i've heard that fractured penis is the number one doctor we have another shattered penis (laughs) gosh it's not even a bone how did you do that let me explain. <laughs> in, other, in other old news, this is something that I had no idea about until recently. You know who New Who is? Yeah, I know who New Who is. You know how, like, when he started, it was, like, hilarious because he was, like, wild and, you know, whatever. It was just, like, he was kind of a novelty. Yeah. Well, he started being pretty good, and he looks like he has a future outside of America, probably. And we talk about it all the time, that he called up to us, you know, second division French squad, which is probably about the equivalent of a squad here or whatever. But... As a French speaker, he'd probably like that. I didn't realize that New Who, the $65,000 man, originally, and um, the right-winger for Arsenal, Pepe, both played on the Cameroonian squad at AFCON. Pepe makes something like $300,000 a week. Yeah. (laughs) He makes like the equivalent of like five New Who's per week. Yeah. And those two guys are on the same field at the same time playing for the same glory. It's I just... It really blows my mind. Yeah, both of those guys ended up third in AFCON. Only one of them got international acclaim for defending Mohamed Salah for mm. throughout an entire match uh, while still losing that match. Did Pepe end up taking a penalty uh, a penalty kick in that match? I don't know, but he definitely did not end up taking down Mo Salah. Yeah. Uh, that's, I mean, and, and that's, Pepe is making like five new who's not adjusted for new who-flation either because like <laughs> new who-flation is has one new who costing something like i don't know three new who's these days i think he's yeah i think he's on two and a half new who's right now yeah like what was he like he was like just over it was, and something? It was, yeah it was literally sixty five thousand when he was i think when he came through s2 mm-hmm. and signed his first like big league contract uh and then i don't know where's aaron the math man uh we need this guy to get on to, <laughs> yeah, get, to on, get that. on that um i'm looking up pepe's arsenal salary yeah, so he makes Nicolas Pepe makes seven million pounds uh, per year. So what's that divided by? Oh, I don't even know how much New Who weighs. You gotta like. Well, I'm sorry, how much he weighs? <laughs> yeah, because I mean, if he's making seven million pounds, oh my gosh, what is this? Sounders FC salaries from Soccer Prime. This has to be out of date because this has New Who on eighty five thousand uh, a year. 
Yeah, that's out of date. For that's sure. got to be out of date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So wait, hold on. That's let me make sure I got that right. Oh, he's making one hundred seventy thousand a year. What? Uh, he's making almost three new who's. He's, yeah, so new who is on almost three new who's and about one half of one Pepe per week. Well, sorry, <laughs> uh, Pe- one half of one weekly Pepe. No, no, no. Uh, Pepe makes one hundred thirty-eight thousand pounds. Yeah, so about let's call it one seventy-five. Yeah, he probably makes a new who a week. Yeah, is Pepe? Wow, wow. what a what a life. Now He's imagine been... sharing a locker room. Like, I mean, it's one thing to be new who in the Sounders locker room where you've got like Ladero, Rui Diaz, and Rusnak making over right. a couple of million dollars, uh, and you're over there making three new who's a year. Yeah, but but you've also got Obed Vargas making sure. one new who, so exactly. it's like <laughs> Yeah. But okay. but do you know how what I would have done as a sixteen year old making one new who per year? I mean, what wouldn't you have done? I, exactly. <laughs> You'd have had so much fun dip, it would have been awesome. <laughs> at six, I, I, you know what? I'd go for a fun dip right now. So who am I to say at 16 I wasn't going to be into that? Absolutely. Do you want to know? Anyway, uh, um, uh, I, I, I find that crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. Do you want to know a fun fact uh, that I learned uh, this week re- related to the Sounders? I was just looking it up earlier because uh, when you go to the the Sounders Wikipedia page, because um, mm-hmm. I was looking, there's there's so much, and, and maybe we can get into this in, in a little bit, but there's so much talk ever since the Sounders announced that they are going to do the um, the new tr- the new training facility at Long yeah. Anchors uh, that there was this buzz around a new brand. Now I feel like the Sounders were probably like, "Oh crap!" Like whatever we said, it got picked up and turned into now every every fan and their mom and James Woolard are making a bunch of like <laughs> fan made crests. Hey, I've done it too. I'm not like disparaging this because it's really fun to think about what the next iteration of the Sounders yeah. visual identity might be. But they sure pulled the lid off that can of and, worms. Oh, exactly. And it, I don't know if you had the, the chance- same worms that ate glue. I don't know. <laughs> oh man, R.I.P. Gluey in peace. Uh, no, he's undead. He's back, dude. It's yeah, cool. Oh, that's, true. that's true. Uh, Night of the Living Gluey. Uh, and oh man, I, we came up with a lot of na- a lot of new names for Gluey as well. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite one, still keeping it uh, Seattle related, Glue Panella. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, anyway, um, so I go to the Sounders Wikipedia page. Just to, I was look, looking at a bunch of historical information about the Sounders and ended up on their Wikipedia page where it lists not only the Sounders roster, mm-hmm. uh, but also uh, the current roster, but also the list of current Sounders owners. Mm-hmm. Uh, currently, <laughs> there are 31 owners of the Seattle Sounders, including all of the minority owners and um uh, Adrian Hanauer, who's I think still the majority owner. Um, there are 31 owners of the Sounders, and there are like 27 or 28 <laughs> rostered players. <laughs> Each one gets their own owner to tell them what to do. <laughs> exactly, it's kind of how it feels. It's like uh, it's like get out. <laughs> Rui Diaz has the you know Russell Wilson is the and, and Sierra yeah. like the, yeah. the new who's got like the guy that also is invested in that new dicks in Bellevue. <laughs> yeah. It's like all their um they're all like uh uh Pokemon trainers <laughs> or like it's, they each get their own Tamagotchi sounder. <laughs> I forgot to feed him. <laughs> oh no, who's got Roman Torres? Hopefully that's the richest person on the team. I forgot to feed Roman. <laughs> Roman angry. <laughs> Roman is Snorlax. <laughs> forgot to play defense again. <laughs> oh, I like maybe okay, we don't do it on this show, uh, but on our other show we do every week. 
we say, tell us, uh, uh, we, we have a question of the week where we ask you to, to respond to this week's question of the week. This week's question of the week is, which sounder is which Pokemon? Oh, yeah, let's have it. Oh, man, hit us at Full90Podcast on Twitter is the easiest way. Yeah, uh, Go to Full90Podcast.com for all our links to all the stuff, but I would love to know. I have people compare Pokemon to Sounders players. That's amazing. Yeah. Let's do that. Because you can even leave that as a comment if you go to if you leave a comment uh, reviewing and rating the show. That'd yeah. be awesome too. We'd love that. Because I'm I mean, like this is what like I am genuinely curious because I haven't put any thought into this yet, but I definitely feel like uh uh Raul Rui Diaz is Machop. For sure. Okay. Uh, the guy, remember when he did that handball goal that he definitely didn't get away with? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. We already have Snorlax. So. Yeah, we already got Snorlax. Which former sounder is which former Pokemon? <laughs> it could be uh, past or present. It's okay. You can, you can step out. That's fine. We'd yeah, love yeah. to know. Yeah. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, so we saw the Sounders in action, and obviously the most important part about seeing that team play in the Cup of Concacaf Cup, of Con- Cup, Cup thank you, is uh, the most important aspect of seeing them play in the Cup of Concacaf Cup. There you go. Is, uh, is what do you think of the new Rave Green jerseys? Forever Dude. Green, is that what it's called? Uh, Legacy. Legacy Green. Legacy uh, Green, yeah. I, I feel like we had a disagreement, I think, last week when we talked about this, because when... Oh uh, when I first saw the design of the kit, like the yeah. the mock-up of the kit before it was officially released, yeah. I was like, that looks not great at all. And then they did the, the official release with the photo shoot with all the players wearing it. And I was like, oh, actually, that looks a lot better than I had anticipated, which often will happen. It like it will either yeah. look awesome on paper and then not great on, in real life or vice versa. Right. I yeah, thought you get was... a professional photographer to take photos of, of it. You get Jane in there taking photos and yeah, it, suddenly yeah. it looks great. What do yeah. you know? Well, and then so I think that that was um I think that this time around, because I I disagreed with because you you got you went and got the kit when you were down mm-hmm. at the Long Acres thing, and um, I was I was like you know what like I disagree I think it looks awesome I think it looks on people when actually wearing the kit I think it looks awesome watching that match 
And I don't know if it's because everybody was drenched in sweat playing in Honduras. I thought the kits looked terrible. I, I mean, like from a distance, from a distance, you can hardly tell that there's any pattern at all on the on the kit. Uh, and so, like, you're doing all of this different creative whatever uh, on the kit. And like, this is such like. Uh, the game was played to a zero-zero draw. Nobody scored. Blah blah blah. No, I, t- uh, I said we were going to talk about the important part, yeah, Brandon, yeah, yeah. and that's what people look yeah. like. Uh, Obed Vargas looked great. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> the the kit itself, though, I was like, if you're going to do a design, if you're going to do something crazy and cool, like end up with something like the Jimmy kit, the Jimi Hendrix kit, where it's obvious that it's awesome from however far away you are looking at it. Right. Uh, but if you're going to do something like this pattern on the front and it's going to be new and it's going to be distinct and it's going to be unique across the league, you can't hardly tell that it's any different than the last rave green kit that the, that the team had when you're watching from at least the television broadcast. So uh, in my opinion, like I keep, I haven't bought it yet. I'm, I'm not sure if I'm going to, I might do it just because I, w- I like to have every iteration of the Sounders kit. Same. Um, so I might just do it for that reason, but it will be for that reason. It won't be because I want it so I can wear it around. I'd still much prefer to wear my Jimi Hendrix kit or, to be honest, even my uh, grandma's drapes in Florida kit. Which one is that? That's the the one, the the watermelon kit or the, the one that looks like – or no, no, no. It's the one that looks permanently sweat-stained. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that kit even, and I would almost prefer to go wear that than the blue check one. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a wear um, and see what I think of it because I, I bought one and it's fine. Um, it just I was so excited when I saw the mock-ups and the presentation and the marketing for it, and then when I see it in person, it just reminds me of like it's kind of a step back for Adidas. I think if this is Adidas's fault, not Seattle's. Mm-hmm. It usually um, is. Where it looks kind of like a throwback to a league where there's like super highly paid people running around and everyone in the stands is ultra poor. Mm-hmm. And it's like, there's like a huge disparity there. Yeah. I don't know what it is about it. That makes me think that that checker sure. system and then like trying to make it look well, modern or whatever. I was, it's just, <clears throat> I was really I hoping like almost all of the mock-ups, like once it came out that like there was a slight leak that there was going to be a checkered pattern on it, uh, during some of the promotional shoots like everybody realized okay there's going to be checkered so a ton of fan mock-ups came out right uh we are responsible for probably half of them um (laughs) but a a ton of mock-ups come out and and honestly there were so many mock-ups that made the checkered pattern much more square rather than more diamond and they were much larger they took up a, a, a bigger portion of the kit itself that i was like look if you're gonna lean into this like this this pattern go all croatia on it right like yeah, yeah. like if, if somebody's going to own that pattern and it's not going to be columbus crew because they're the ones traditionally in this league who have worn that like black and yellow kind of uh checkered pattern and yeah. they even had it in their old crest but they've like since... atlanta's five stripes and everything. yeah exactly yeah. so if somebody's going to come in and own that pattern in mls the way that other teams are trying to like own the either the vertical stripes or the the hoops uh for instance uh Come in and, and like really own it, like make it the thing. Now, I do I think that the Sounders with their current colors are are the team to do that? Not at all, uh, because I think that that green, uh, the rave green and the Sounder blue next to each other in that kind of uh, pattern can be a lot. Uh, but if they had done something a little bit more, I don't know, less subtle almost than what they ended up with, uh, I think that those kits could have been 
uh, instantly iconic. And, and there were many of the fan mock-ups that I would probably be really interested in buying uh, for their style alone, more than what they ended up with. Yeah, I agree. It's now, not... Um, I, I'm... I've it's been a roller coaster for me. I started being like, "Wow, that looks awesome." And I saw it in person, I was like, "That's nah, not so great." And then I put it on. I'm like, I look back at a picture. I'm like, "Yeah, it's not so bad." And then I see it on TV, and I'm like, nah, "It's yeah. not so great." I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. you yeah, you have the kit, and you've owned mm-hmm. kits in the past. Did you get the um, the authentic, or did you yeah, get yeah, like, I, the replica? I'm an, <clears throat> I'm an a hole, and I spent the money to totally. buy totally. Yeah, me too. Uh, I, totally too. You being an a hole, me uh, yeah, too. For sure. yeah, yeah, I get it. Uh, Thanks. The uh, I've seen some things from multiple different fans at this point who have bought the kit that it seems like usually when you buy the authentic, you almost have to buy a size up because the way that an authentic fits a fit person who plays soccer is different than how it fits a me, (laughs) right? (laughs) And so if I buy, uh, uh, usually if I buy the authentic kit, I get a size up or I just am willing to be very feel very large in a in a smaller shirt now i've seen a few different reports of fans saying that this year's authentic seems to actually be running a lot bigger so you could almost buy to your natural size did you do you feel like that with your kit so this is i'm sorry to not answer directly because i hate when people do that but i'm super tall and so this plays really differently for me like these shirts tend to run really short um Adidas, a European company, is not giving me the the length I need. The girth they've got this time, but the length they, <laughs> they just need to didn't. talk to that Finnish guy. <laughs> so for me, maybe you just uh, need to be frozen. Old, you mean old Freezy Wiener over <laughs> <Yeah>. there? <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, our ice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> It's like Arnold Schwarzenegger, too, somehow. Yeah, because, yeah, you know, Dr. Freeze. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, for me, uh, I want to be able to wear a long sleeve shirt under it. And so when I put it on, when I got home, I, I just went, I didn't even try it on at the place. I just put it on, I just grabbed the XL and went home and was like, that, that's that. I need it for it to be lengthy enough. I need the XL anyway. And so I was going to get it no matter what. And I was kind of surprised that it is a lot swimmier. But I, I want that because I want to be able to wear something warmer underneath it for those like questionable days where you're mm. like, eh, it's almost warm enough. I can take my coat off for a while. That you know. That well, and they don't like... even make the long sleeve kits anymore. I remember that controversy from three years ago that nobody talks about anymore because it actually doesn't matter. <laughs> that's amazing. So yeah, I um, it does run bigger for anyone that's considering buying it, but I don't think it's like alarmingly bigger. I think it's just comfortably bigger, which is cool. See, I run I run that weird. Uh, between a medium and a large where typically if I'm going to buy the authentic kit, I have to go with the large because, but now it's, it's, if I order it online because there's no pro shop in Spokane, there's hardly anybody anywhere to go to buy a kit in Spokane. Yeah. Um, guns though. If guns just, just fall out wall. of the walls. <laughs> if anyone wants to know what that is, I'll actually post the full or the other the nerd talk podcast. You can hear it the full nerd talk plus on the nerd talk feed. Yeah. The TLDL is I found a gun in my wall. <laughs> <laughs> the the actual TLDL is that someone else found a Somebody gun as well, even weirder. <laughs> yeah, it, honestly, the, the whole story is uh, t- too long to listen. We'll, but go, go we'll listen to it. it. We'll link it out. We'll link it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, anyway, uh, so anyway, so that's like one of those positions that I'm in is like, do I go with the large, knowing that they're running bigger, or do I hope that the medium is going to fit? Okay, well, it seems like impossible, but here, 
here we are. We're ready to talk about the 2022 regular Sounders MLS season are, kicking off. Are we sure that there's not like a a, a spring boss show that we need to review before we <laughs> get into that? This? Actually, starts in two weeks. I could talk about the first. We just I just finished looking over the stats for the first day of Formula One testing. Okay, and if it's anything to go by, you know that Red Bull and Mercedes are sandbagging a bit because they don't want to show off their true potential, and everyone's saying that the Alpine Renault is going a little slow too. But there it is at the top of the timesheets. The two teams I want to see awesome this year, McLaren and Ferrari. That duo of Carlos Sainz and Charles Leclerc, I can't think of a better group of teammates on a team. The Ferrari looks badass. The From a design standpoint, you being a guy with an eye for design, like the new cars are sleek and really beautiful, and some teams have really gotten it right. It's, it's the only reason I want to get into F1, because I love, um, I love the design of the cars, uh, and... I love looking back, and I and we need to talk about this much more at length because I love the. Uh, but not at girth. Not at girth. <laughs> Sorry, Fropi. Uh, I, I I love the aesthetic of like 1980s and 1970s F1 cars and racing, yeah. and like the entire the get up for the drivers and and everybody. Anyway, anyway so that's oh, the it's ol- so funny because I'm like such an older. I like the older stuff before all the wings and the. I like that like very classic cigar tube car yeah, era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they're like those guys like definitely several people a year died because oh, they were so unsafe. Sure. That's not the part I like. I just love how beautiful and monstrous those machines were and how yeah. it was like good good luck. You're you really are those narrow ass tires that were like basically useless. Like, yeah, yeah. That's um. That's I. I hearken back to that. The seventies were awesome stylistically, I think. Regardless, I love sure. like long feathered hair on drivers and stuff like that. That's funny. So. <laughs> I can't see the track, my gold chains are in my eyes. But at least my <laughs> penis isn't frozen. <laughs> but he's like smoking a cigarette and then throws yeah. it out and yeah. throw, puts down his goggles and goes. It's yeah. like so hilarious, yeah, dude. It's because we're badass. Yeah. Because you knew that like chances are it wasn't unlikely that you were gonna die that day. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah, the um, the new F1 cars are awesome. So anyway, there's your F1 roundup for, for day one of preseason testing. So I mean, I look, I, I feel like we as a podcast occupy occupy a very niche space of people who are into uh, sumo, F1, guns coming out of walls, and <laughs> to be fair, no one is into sumo. <laughs> we get plenty of tweets about how no one That's gives a true. Sh- and I Too much shut up. sumo. Yeah. <laughs> but, who, who's your favorite? Sumo yet I persist. <laughs> uh, obviously, Snorlax. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, the, I mean, the 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 MLS season, the the Sounders obviously have already played uh, in uh, Matagua, Mat- uh, however you say it. I really should learn how to say it. It seems insensitive not to. But the Sounders will play again. But the uh, the MLS season, the season that the Sounders are already being picked to perform really well in, uh, yeah. is starting on Sunday and. I man, I don't. It doesn't feel. Does it feel like there's been an off season? I, I it so, feels like it's been a long time since the Sounders have played competitive soccer. I'm yeah, not ready for it. I feel like I'm not ready for it. It's weird to think that it's 21 degrees out today when I woke up, and that on Sunday people are going to be packing into Lumen Field, where it won't be cold by then. It'll just be rainy and dark and just gross awesome. and so Seattle. And yeah. I'm just not. I'm just not ready. Like I don't. I don't have my perspective isn't there yet or whatever I feel like mentally pre- like mental preparedness like I'm not quite there 
Uh, not that I need to be physically prepared for the season to start. Uh, but like, I mean, look, I had a kid in the off season. Um, I'm excited for him to be able to like, at least stare at a screen. I've heard there's so many opinions about how you're not supposed to have your kid stare at a TV screen. I'm like, the kid can't see eight more than eight or 18 inches in front of him anyway. So who cares? Uh, but anyway, I'm so excited to like put him in his little Sounders onesie that I have for him and like sit down for his first ever Sounders match, uh, uh, but at the same time, it's like it feels it. I mean, and we look, we saw this in the pre in the match that they played the Champions League match that they played in Honduras. It looks like the, the players themselves aren't even ready for the season to start. <laughs> They're like, <laughs> like passing the ball to nobody. And uh, the 16 year old on our team was the best player on the pitch by far. So I got real scared. I saw an email come out saying that today there was going to be a press conference with uh, Brian Schmetzer and Stefan Fry. Oh, and I was like. Are we about to get some? Are, are we going to get breaking news while we're podcasting? And then I like thought about it. And I was like, no, they just make a player, and he's one of the captains, yeah, and the coach available before the big Champions League game yeah. and the and the kickoff of the season. Brian Schmetzer buys new piece of art for his home from Stefan Fry. <laughs> Here it is. Here's the unveiling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so I, I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around it, and then like I start thinking about. Like, I should be more informed about, I don't even know what I'm excited about with it, other than, like, I see MLSsoccer.com.com saying that um, Sounders are number two in the power rankings going into the season, and that we didn't get Dom Dwyer, so that's, like, two really good things. Like, Yeah. (laughs) Oh, dude, speaking of players that I I hate, um, I got a... Uh, I got a spam like a spam phone call uh, that I answered because it came from an area code that I and I was expecting a phone. Anyway, I answered the phone. I'm just trying to like, I'm not an idiot, so I answered this phone call and uh, it's a it's a recording, but it's like hello. I'm like hello, this is Brandon, and they're like hi, this is Will Johnson with insurance services, and I was like no no, delete, hang up immediately. Now fill in the context, Brandon. Will Johnson, former captain of the Fartland Timberwolves and uh, absolute <laughs> whiny, whiny baby uh, Caleb Porter protege. Who knows what he's doing nowadays? <laughs> It'd be awesome if he was the man nanny for the <laughs> for Caleb Porter. <laughs> <laughs> NYCFC takes the top spot in the power rankings going into it, which is good that they're in the um, that they're in the other conference or whatever yeah, because then yeah. we don't we only see him once this season and that's better off i mean maxi morales major league, they're the they're the cup holders going into the new year oh did they win uh, yeah they did i know exactly like who cares right uh in portland in portland right uh yeah. so new york city football club uh the 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 retaining the 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 champions from the from the previous season again it's like one of those things that last season felt so weird still like lingering kind of covid energy in the, like i mean we talked about last i i've hardly looked at the schedule for this season um but in the last season that the sounders played uh it kind of goes unnoticed that if you if you don't if you don't recall most of the games were played against Western Conference opposition, where you would typically still play a, a heavier Western Conference opposition throughout the season, yeah, but still one, play yeah. a, a, a variety of games on the road in Eastern Confer- against the Eastern Conference and and host a few Eastern Conference teams. But the Sounders didn't face hardly any Eastern Conference teams in the last season. And so going into this new season, when COVID at least... Uh, <laughs> 
is less of a uh, apparent issue. Uh, <laughs> we're it, taking when we're taking COVID. When we're all over COVID. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, regardless of whether COVID is over us, uh, we are over COVID, and uh, so. The Sounders are, are likely going to be facing some new opposition this year, some teams, some players that they haven't seen yet. Well, for instance, on the road in Miami yeah, this year. That's, yeah. uh, against which... against DeAndre Yedlin, against uh, Damian Lowe, uh, mm-hmm. a few other former Sounders on that team. Chris Henderson, uh, former technical director down there, being their sporting director now. So, um, I don't know. I mean, look, we should be stoked about the way that the Sounders are being previewed for the new season. Um, Albert Rusnak. Uh, in the club now you've got a couple new uh, signings across the team and and just retained a bull, like a healthy Nico Ladero a healthy Jordan Morris oh I'm sorry oh I just wasn't sure how much time you had so I was just trying to like pump pump through stuff well it's interesting that NYCFC gets the number one nod despite not Despite like having won the MLS Cup, the New England Revolution were by far the best team by like twenty points last year. It was like they had like a thirteen point advantage over anyone else. The Western Conference was stronger at the top, more balanced between Colorado, Seattle, and some other squads. Revolution only number three going into it. Number four is the Union. My point that I'm trying to get at: Nashville is number five. That's a good opening matchup. Then two versus five. My point is that all of these teams are East Coast teams. It seems like, and so are we going to see a weakened Western Conference? Rapids at six. I, the Timberwolves at seven. It's it's hard to say because the uh, it's it's funny because I you notice that the Revolution are at third right they're they're placed yeah. third in the power rankings and i think that that's primarily because they signed uh josie altador instead of being the reigning supporter shield champions in that first place they're like ah but they have josie now so bump them down a couple <laughs> spots it's like <laughs> it's but, like when your bike when your bike uh your bike brake gets uh, yeah. it won't let go kind of yeah. it just it slows you down a yeah. little bit uh yeah you get a little disc rub on there a little a uh, little brake rub you. yeah uh no it's 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 interesting because first of all power rankings are trash garbage uh, yeah, yeah garbage garbage i think second of all we talked about this last season. New England Revolution get the benefit of playing against some of those Eastern Conference teams that were just absolute trash last year Garbage. three, four times throughout the season because of that imbalanced uh, kind of conference-heavy schedule where you're playing a bunch of teams in your own conference. Like, yeah, if you got to play the crappy Inter-Miami three, four times a season, uh, or even, I mean, like some of the strong teams in the Eastern Conference, traditionally strong teams in the Eastern Conference uh, were trash last year. Atlanta played pretty terrible. Um, Orlando, well, anyway. So uh, just to say that, like, maybe they're, I don't know why the the, the Western Conference outside of uh, Seattle are being devalued so much into going into the new season, but um I, I don't know. I feel like when we see this out, like last season when the Sounders were supposed to be in a rebuilding year, ended up not losing for 13 games straight and setting a an unbeaten run uh, record in in Major League Soccer. So going in at number two, nice. Uh, who knows how how they'll actually perform because preseason rankings are just that, preseason. They haven't played any MLS competition uh, and, and the preseason games are nothing to go by either because you only play a few of them and you're only playing like half of your starters. All right. Well, taking a look into your Crystal Pepsi ball for Sunday's matchup, 5 p.m. Seattle Sounders FC welcome Nashville to Lumen Field. Gosh, it's hard to say, but what do you see as the result of this first match, dude? 
it's 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 hard to say because I've seen nothing of Nashville. Um, I the like all I know about as them, if we would know anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, look, I think I I'm excited to see the Sounders play. I mean, I'm ex- I'm glad that they have two Champions League matches to get Albert Rusnak, Nico Ladero, Jordan Morris, and Raul Ruiz Diaz all uh, vibing together. You know, mm-hmm. I it's super exciting to have seen Obed Vargas uh, play as well as he did in the in that first Champions League match. Um, so, do I expect them to come out firing on all cylinders? Uh, Rusnak's only had a few months or you know a, a month or maybe the better part of two months to to gel with this team Ladero is still coming back to health same with with Jordan Morris like they didn't even have a full season last season to play together so um I have a lot of expectations for the Sounders this year but I expect them to start pretty slow so I wouldn't be surprised if this is another look I think the Sounders are gonna have trouble in attack in the first couple three matches uh well so that, what's the score uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm to to I'm I'm trying to answer without answering. I look. I think I I, zero zero. I think the the Sounders <sighs> defense is going to be able to hold, but I I think that the Troubles are going to have a hard time in attack until these guys have a few more games uh, under their belts together. I will also be bleak and non-optimistic, but I think we're going to see a one-one draw. But I think there's definitely going to be a Sounders red card. <laughs> yes. That's my parlay, okay? Okay, okay. Real question, though. Look at your crystal Pepsi ball. How many frozen penises? (laughs) In case this podcast was too long and you didn't listen, it's too long, didn't listen. (laughs) Hey, Brandon, too long, didn't listen. (laughs) Why is your penis the only cold penis? (laughs) He's speaking to the guy, the Finnish guy, not me. (laughs) Yeah, No, not you. Not you. All right, Greg, Gregor, too long, didn't listen. How do you unthaw that frozen penis? <laughs> oh. Okay, too long didn't listen. New Who is Mr. Mime. <laughs> <laughs>